I do believe Cooper Cup deserved it, especially on that last drive because, like, OBJ had been out since the second quarter, and the offense was literally stalling out until we was getting the ball to Cooper Cup. So now I could – you could make a case for Aaron Donald, but I think Cooper Cup really was the difference maker as far as us getting that ball. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Safri706. This is KTSEF podcast. We're going to do nothing. We just kick it. Uh, we have a special guest, uh, newly minted Super Bowl champion, Loski, and uh, Tech Messiah here. Going to give our quick uh, Super Bowl reactions. Uh, but real quick, before we start, I'd like to give a quick shout out to Instagram, especially the gaming community. You guys are fire. Um, I have skyrocketed, you know, from last week, 101 followers up to... 135 i think yeah 135 so definitely shout out to you guys appreciate you guys rocking with us you know you are uh but lowski how's it feel bruh it's been a long 23 years bruh i feel like this since i was 10. i mean it, y'all watched the game it was uh it was kind of up and down it got a little a little shaky at the end with some injury yeah, Tony Soprano must have came and took him in the trunk after losing that money. That's what it was. Well, I guess what he was trying to say was it got a little shaky towards the end. There was some definitely some questionable calls. There were some injuries popping up. But uh, still a hard-fought game from both teams. Ultimately, the Rams, I mean, Aaron Donald, you knew he was coming at some point, and he made some of the most clutchest plays in a Super Bowl that you'll see. And basically was able to him, him and Cup. Like that's why the way the Rams built that team around superstars. Forget, I know they drafted Cup, but forget all that mess. We're gonna get the best players we can get. The best players make the biggest plays in the biggest games. Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup made those big plays. Matthew Stafford, another player they traded for, made those big passes. And ultimately, they won the Super Bowl. You know, I've seen some people kind of saying, oh, well, you know, that's what the Bengals get because they didn't invest enough in their offensive line. Look, if they got Panay Sewell, there would be no Jamar Chase, and then you wouldn't be in the playoffs. So it kind of is what it is. But what are your thoughts on um, on just the game in general? I mean, having a guy like an Aaron, Aaron Donald, like, what, like take us through – that last drive, uh, the touchdown and a defensive stop, and, and how you felt. I mean, so the touchdown drive was crazy. And I think, like, my I was getting frustrated because they were kind of going back to what they were used to doing, which was Cooper Cup down there somewhere, but they were still trying to run the ball, and running had been effective at all. I mean, Cam Makers had one really good run in that drive. And I will say this, though, like that, those penalties, like towards the end, they kind of saved us, but then we did get a touchdown. I got nullified by uh, two penalties, uh, pass interference in a hole, which I don't think that was a hole, but it is what it is at the end of the day. And, you know, Aaron Donald, man, like he's been doing that. Like, he came up clutching the end of the game, like, three games, the Bucks game, definitely the 49ers game, and then again in the Super Bowl, man. Like, when it really, really mattered. Like, I know a lot of people, like, this year have been saying, oh, Aaron Donald's 
not getting the pressures. He's not getting the sacks. But I mean, the dude's been playing for seven years. At some point, they're gonna re- every team realizes like you got to put three people on him. Otherwise, he is gonna get forty sacks in the season. And this was just like the one time where they tried to put one on one on him. Like people were saying, like in the second half, the A gap was getting kind of weak. They weren't covering it, and he finally got through. Right when it mattered, he caused what two swell well, no, it was a sack in the last one he got away with, but it was still a bad pass. I mean, either way, and it was a real clutch because we got the ball out back right after that just to seal it away. So, I think one of the one of the turning points in the game was um Burrow had escaped to the outside and you had Aaron Donald come to knock him out of bounds, and then one of the Bengals offensive linemen I guess they felt as though, even though it wasn't late at all, but they took it took it upon themselves to swipe and even kind of mush uh, Aaron Donald in the face. And it was like, from that point on, Beast Mode was activated. Like, they pushed dude. Dude was like, no, sir. Like, this, this I'm taking this game over. And I, I don't know what that player was thinking, but from that point on, it was like – and that was somewhere in the third quarter – Aaron Donald became a menace the entire rest of the way. Like uh, the the play where he stopped Perrine, which I thought that was a terrible play call. I mean, first of all, Mixon's a much better back than Perrine if you're going to run that type of run up the middle on a fourth down. Um, and Aaron Donald stood the lineman up one hand, pushed by him, took a running back who's having forward momentum, a 220-pound running back, made the stop. He, he didn't have no forward momentum. All he needed was a yard. I mean, it just – it was yeah, it was something else. Like, he, he is – if you don't respect his game, like, he's everything that Ndamukong Sue was supposed to be. That dude, when he is on, he is unstoppable. I don't know who won the did, did he win the MVP because I I cut it nah, off. Cooper Cup had won the MVP, which I do believe Cooper Cup deserved it, especially on that last drive because like OBJ had been out since the second quarter, and the offense was literally stalling out until we was getting the ball to Cooper Cup. So now I could you could make a case for Aaron Donald, but I think Cooper Cup really was the difference maker as far as us getting that win. Yeah, he definitely was, man. And congratulations to you. I mean, I don't know when I'll ever feel this type of success in my life. Uh, so I'll just live vicariously through you. Um, another big part of it was, um, I mean, what did you think about the Super Bowl commercials this year? Or did you have a chance to kind of pay attention? Like, I was peeping. They weren't as, they was kind of weak. But they've been kind of weak for a minute, to be honest yeah, with you. last few years. Like there's never there hasn't been a really stand. I, I will say they did a little bit better. They tapped into a lot of nostalgia. They had an Austin Powers one. They had a Cable Guy one. So I thought those was pretty lit. But overall, like some of them was kind of and that LeBron James commercial was fire though. I'm a, I lie. Oh yeah, that that one. Crypto one that was fire. I actually somebody told me there was like a. Like uh, ah, not Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange. When I guess I missed that. I must have missed that one too. I saw the Moon Knight one, which was I'm excited for that. But I didn't even know that was a TV show. I thought it was gonna be a movie, but I'm still excited for Moon Knight. Yeah, I thought once again, like for the most part, the ones that I seen, the best commercial of the night for me 
besides the LeBron James was the Kia commercial with the little robot dog <laughs> chasing the car, <laughs> building the building, jumps off, battery dies, and then the owner recharges them and takes them along with him. That was the best commercial of the night. Outside of that, everything else is kind of bland. Um, beyond that, of course, the Super Bowl is also about the halftime show. A lot of hype going into this. You, we know your feelings about some of the artists. Um, uh, I mean, I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna just say, it, it was a really good halftime show, regardless of the great white hype. I knew he was gonna do "Lose Yourself" because I guess that's like one of his biggest songs. Like, even my dad was like, "Oh, well, you can't do anything off the first album," which I was like, "Man, he could have did my name is, but that don't hit like it used to." Um, yeah. and they did he had bigger history too. Yeah, and I was like, they did forgot about Dre. Like my mom was watching and she was like, Why are they wearing all prison clothes? And I was like, Well, that's how they used to dress back then. Yeah. Like in the 90s and early thousands. So and a lot. It was like I love Mary J's part. Like I didn't, you know what? I think I set my expectations too low for her because I like her part was fire, bro. You know. I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like some of the song selection was a bit off. Like for Mary, I liked her performance. The song choice of No More Drama, it was a bit perplexing for me. I understand that's a big hit for her, but I felt like she had other hits, and I felt like that was like it, it's a it's good for your own performance, but I don't know about for a Super Bowl. I actually felt like she should have been able to do like at least one additional song or maybe they should have had like another artist that maybe collabed with Snoop Dre, Eminem or 50 Cent and her at some point so she can maybe get one more like transitional song. Um, I, I, I was actually really mad that um, they were playing parts of songs that, that Tupac was on, and we didn't see the hologram. I, I, I thought we were going to get the Tupac hologram. I, I thought we were too, so I, I was a bit upset about that. And even like with Dr. Dre, like I'm like, okay, forgot about Dre's a decent song. Next episode was a was a great song, but mm-hmm. it's like he had bigger hits than that. Why would you pick that? Um, people know. were people were saying, you know, Fifty Cent came in looking fat and sloppy. I honestly feel like I would have did. You could have kept Eminem, but I understand why you need Eminem. You could have kept Eminem, bought out G-Unit, do one song with G-Unit, and then I would have bought out Game and did Hate It or Love It. That would have been huge for the culture right there in L.A. Um, it's a, It was a big song at the time, two big artists. I um, mm. haven't seen them perform that song live in forever. That would have been a big moment for hip-hop doing that. Um, instead of the Lose Yourself. I mean, Lose Yourself's a good song for sports. You know, it's like a motivational song. But um, he could have he could did, uh, you know, the other silly songs that he has and, you know, some other stuff. And I felt like it could have been a little bit better than Lose Yourself. But, you know, it, it was it, it was cool. Like, I, I knew what it was going to be. I knew it was going to be Lose Yourself. Uh Guilty Conscious is a little bit of a smaller song, but I would have performed that or even performed Forgot About Dre would have been tight instead of just doing like a little uh, interlude to it. Even for Kendrick Lamar, like I'm starting to realize, like I like um, It's Gonna Be All Right, but I didn't realize that that was a song big enough to where you were performing that on your two song set. Like 
I thought he would have possibly went with Dam, maybe Family Ties, um, maybe something off Good Kid, Mad City, like or, or um, All of the Stars, or like I, I was just confused by the songs that he chose to do as well. Like the first song, I was like, wow, you know, that, he says like nigga fifty times in that song. <laughs> so like, why would you choose this? But it was, I mean, it would have been fire if he did Family Ties, but like I don't think Baby King's ready for that kind of stage. Yeah, Although he could have just did his part though. Yeah, he could have. I mean, and like I said, overall it was a very, very good halftime show. I don't know about some people jumping the gun saying it was the greatest halftime show ever. I mean, nah, nah, Beyonce nah. and Bruno, we got Prince, yeah. we got Jackson. You know, I, I don't know about that, but that's you know, what I'm saying. I've seen better, good. but it's been the best in like the last what. So Beyonce did it in 2016. So since then, it's been the best one since then, I will say. Yeah. I agree. And yeah, I just, I felt like with Eminem, you could have did it without him and just made it better. Like, like I said, I understand why you bring Eminem on there, but it's like, lose yourself. Like I, I saw somebody, one of my boys tweeted, they was like, man, the, the shit was fire. And then out of nowhere, we're hearing fucking mom spaghetti. Like, <laughs> exactly, bro. Downer. Like, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, you know what? To be honest with you, I was like 50 50 is either going to be lose yourself until I collapse. But since uh, RP to what's his name? We'll Nate, his name. Nate Dog, yeah, my bad. RP to Nate Dog, I don't think it would have worked without him. But I probably would have took me. That was never a single, I don't believe. So, but it's a huge song. But I, I guess I could see why because it never was a single, why they wouldn't do that. But I mean, it, it's a better song than Lose Yourself. Um, like I said, I, he could have did um, uh, that. What is it that Just Lose? I hate that song. Yeah, yeah you know, I was thinking like that would have been a good party song. Like I know white people love that song. But I think yeah. Till I Collapse is like a better sports song. It than, is. Uh, Lose Yourself. Um, what's another one I think he probably could have did? Um, there was one on Marshall Mathers that was like big. Uh, he had Stan, but that would have been a, a downer. Yeah, um, Stan, I stand. It was like right around that on the track list, though. Like there was, he had like four or five songs pop up with Marshall Mathers. Yeah, he did. I'm gonna look real quick because it was a was it the way I am? Nah, the way I am would have been too down. Nah, like he got one. That's one song on there that was like really. Uh. Real I'm pulling shady. it up now. I, 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 it was real some shady. That one he probably did. Yeah, yeah, that was big because he did that at um MCV Music Awards and he had like five thousand of the yeah, Slim Shadies. That was cool. And that I, I could have seen that as well. Like I said, I like the song, but it's like you know, you advertise him being on it, and he's such a big artist, and he only has the one song and then a brief interlude for another song, it didn't really make sense. To me, Snoop Dogg should have did, and I know it may not have been appropriate, but why did he not do Gin and Juice? Why did they not do nothing but a G thing? Why didn't he do What's My Name? You know, he could have even did Drop It Like It's Hot that, that was real big. Like I just that felt like song selection was just a little off and I would have tweaked it a little bit or expanded somewhere. Like I said, Mary, I probably would have swapped out one one of that that song and bought in something else. It could have been huge. 
Um, even if she, and this is just a personal favorite, she would have did deep inside and then bring on Elton John, then you would have had it be like from huge to like mega huge being able to do something like that. Um, and that way, you know, like you're tying in multiple people, but it's just mm-hmm. some of the song selections I just didn't necessarily, I thought that they could have tweaked it to be better, but all in all, the thing I did like, it was another good Super Bowl game. You'll definitely be able to tell that these are two teams that are going to be back. Um, you know, Joe Burrow is the real deal. Jamar Chase. Bengals are going to be a perennial playoff team. They should be. Uh, as we've seen, the Rams have been good. I expect nothing more but them to come right back firing on all cylinders. And honestly, the Rams might be a candidate to be similar to how the Bucks are where because they have so much talent on that team and now they've won a championship, you have a quarterback with a strong arm, you might be able to start seeing more and more from them guys that are ring chasing, coming in for cheaper deals and stuff like that. I kind of feel like the Rams are going to be a dominant team for a while. And they've been at the cusp of there for a minute too because Lord knows they should have won that championship a few years ago. Yeah, um, yeah. Jared Goff, wait, hold on, I'm going to take this moment to say Jared Goff probably going to burn hell for how bad he held that team back. Really, dude? Bro, like, I mean, dog, look at it, bro. Like, Matt Stafford came in. Now, I will say they did a lot more to get him weapons. Back when Jared Goff was at the helm, we really only had Todd Gurley and Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cup wasn't. Yeah, he had, he had Brandon Cook, didn't he? That year they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he did have Brandon Cook, too. And, I mean, I mean, uh, Robert Woods was on the team as well, but, yeah. like, you see – like I just mentioned, like that offense was still pretty powerful back then. And then, yeah, we went to the Super Bowl and everybody was like, oh, well, it was a fluke because of the no call. And then we only scored three points. And then, like, the next couple of years, we like kind of went downhill until we got Matt Stafford. And now, I will say this like, people was talking cash shit all year about us trading away our draft picks and bringing all these people in. Every time it looked like we were losing the playoffs, everybody was like, oh, they traded all the day. Did all that for nothing. And look, we did all that for a Super Bowl ring, which I think a lot of teams should do because it feels like some teams are kind of scared to get out there and spend the money. Like some of the talent was there on that team, but we also brought a lot in over the offseason and during the season with OBJ and Von Miller. So sometimes you just got to be right. We'll just spend that money. I had asked this question to Marcus, who, if you guys don't know, Marcus wasn't always a Miami Heat fan. He used to be a Chicago Bull fan. But anyway, I had asked him, and he was a fan. I believe he was a Bull fan during the Heatles. So I remember asking him and a few more people, you know, hey, with the LeBron James thing, of course, he's going to implode your cap. But it is if you can get a ring out of it, does it matter? And I feel like, look, rings are something that are so hard to come by. Even in football, like, I know Brady just retired. And I know that Tampa Bay team is probably, like, a lot of those players that signed for cheaper deals are probably going to go on their separate ways. At the end of the day, can't anybody ever take that championship away from you? Like, And it's the same with the Rams. Like, yeah, y'all haven't had a first-round pick in a while. Won't have a first-round pick in a while. Who cares? You got the Super Bowl champions at the end of the day. Um, and 20 years from now, if some of those picks would have landed, like let's say the Jalen Ramsey picks. Now, I understand you have a different GM. The picks we got for him from y'all, they appear to not be very good. ETN is hurt, um, and Chason doesn't appear to be any good. 
Do you think that the Jaguars would rather have a perennial all pro over two picks? No. Like at the end of the day, even though Jalen was getting cooked tonight, um, he's still one of the best players in the league and definitely one of the best players at his position. Like you, you play to win the Super Bowl, put all your chips to the table. I like the mentality that the Rams have. Like they got a young offensive minded head coach, and they put all their chips on the table and they're going to get it in. Like they're going to do what they have to do to win that championship and it happened to pay off. Now, granted, if that's the only championship you guys won, it's been 20 something years. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? It could be another 20 years. Y'all still are Super Bowl champions. So at the end of the day, it's worth it. Right. Like, um, I'm trying to think. Cause I mean, we, a couple of those guys did get drafted to the team, Aaron Donald Cooper Cup. Uh, Cam Akers, which we did get in the draft, he was like a third rounder. But it's like, like y'all always say, running back to a diamond doesn't. And then, you know, you go out there, like whoever gets Aaron Rodgers, if he decides to leave Green Bay, it's probably going to have one of the most powerful offenses in the league. Whether he goes to, say, uh, to the Steelers, whether he goes to the Dallas Cowboys, don't matter. But like I said, Sometimes you got to be willing to put it all on the table to win. Like, I mean, the last – I mean, and not no knock on the Patriots because they did draft a lot of the people that got them to Super Bowls over the years. But that kind of – it takes a long time, and I think that kind of mindset may be getting moved away from. Like, yeah. yeah and then, if you want to be real, like, they – I would say from about when Randy Moss had hit there – after that, they actually were getting a lot of people on the cheap. Like, they were getting a lot of superstar players that are just coming in. Hey, I'll do this, do this. Like, it, it's just how it is. Like, at the end of the day in the NFL, you'll have guys that will go to a team. Hey, let's load it up. Let's get the band together. Let's see what we can do. You know, let's trade for this um, older person. We'll give up four, four, fifth to get this guy and do what we can do. And I just think that it's smart because at the end of the day, the draft picks, they're a crapshoot. If you can get a proven player, especially one in their prime, why not? Like, even with the OBJ, like, I don't know how the league allowed him to slip all the way down, actually not get claimed, and just go to the Rams. Like, it didn't make any sense. People thought he was that done, and he's proven that he wasn't done. I mean, the Matthew Stafford – even though well, I don't think anybody questioned it, they questioned Detroit because it didn't make any sense. I mean, here you have Golf, who is not that good. You have Stafford, who has a big arm, has a lot of talent, just needs a little bit of coaching and needs the weapons. Trade panned out, you know, even though you guys gave up what one or two picks for him, two picks, and uh, we also gave up a uh, lineman, too. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, what is Detroit doing with those picks? Probably not anything. Not a damn thing. Yeah, they'll have the last pick in the first round. They'll probably draft some bum because they can't really draft. The lineman probably sucks because their offensive line sucks. Jared Goff did not look good for them at all. And at the end of the day, they traded that for a Super Bowl championship. And I believe if you switch it and remove Matthew Stafford from that team, I don't think you guys win a Super Bowl. No. Like, Matt, like – Put Jared Goff in that drive where he had to throw the Cooper Cup. They would have threw three interceptions on that drive if we had the chances. I guarantee it. 
Like he's like there are times when he channels greatness, but that would have been against San Francisco, and that would have been the last time you seen Jared Goff good up, up until the Super Bowl. So, like I said, man, like it was. Like I liked Jared Goff when he was first there. The team really turned around and we were starting to win again. But after that Super Bowl, after the Super Bowl, and then two seasons ago, like it was just the writing was on the wall. And I know like people gave us hell for giving him up because we paid him a lot of money. He was first round overall pick. But at the end of the day, we got a Super Bowl out of it. Yeah, and I mean, that's all that matters at the end of the day. I was like, that's what we are. That's what they play for every Sunday is the chance to win the Super Bowl when we finally got one. Yeah, and to me, like, Jared Goff is so similar to Jimmy Garoppolo in a way. Like, it's almost like you guys would win in spite of him because every other part of the team is good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like now that you got a competent quarterback, that's even with if – and I know they drafted a guy, but if San Francisco can somehow get Aaron Rodgers, they would immediately be the favorite to win the Super Bowl because they have a good team with weapons, good defense. All they need is a strong arm, quasi-elite. He is elite. Uh, but all they need is that next-level quarterback, and you guys were able to get it. Um, that's even with whoever decides to trade for Russell Wilson if he goes. Like I know people, they kind of talk noise about him. But if he goes to a good team uh, with a good defense, like if he went to the Titans, he's probably all like Tannehill is the reason why the Titans aren't in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, if you if you upgrade that position, if you're able to, you know, go ahead and do it. I, I don't mind it at all. But I know they wanted to keep this one short. So, I mean, any parting shots, you know, you're the the – Fan of a Super Bowl winning organizations. Any shout outs, any parting shots, anything else you want to bring to life? Uh, shout out to Chan because you said shout out to my team for winning. So big shout out to her. Uh, shout out to all the NFC West teams, especially the 49ers, because they really was on our ass when they got into the playoffs talking about, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo beat the Rams six times. And I was like, yeah, but number seven was the one that mattered. You couldn't win that one. Also, shout out, shout out to just the, the Rams in general, bro. Especially Les Snead. That man was like, I don't care about none of these draft picks. I'm taking, I'm getting my team to the Super Bowl any means necessary. And look what he did. He got us all those players. And also Aaron Donald got an MVP this year, bro. Fuck Aaron. Uh well, not with Tom Brady. I'm not too upset about that. Yeah, I, you know what? I think Tom Brady should have got it going out, to be honest with you, but you know, it is what it is. But um, I guess I'll go ahead and shout out the crew. Um, I don't know what happened to South Breeze tonight. Um, I guess he got kidnapped. Uh, <laughs> he probably did. His brother? <laughs> yeah, just disappeared. Um, shout out to Marcus Sniffles, uh, Safe Travels. Shout out to El Chapa. Shout out to Shan for always uh, showing love, being in the chat. Shout out to you for always showing love and coming on uh, to celebrate your victory. Um, and shout out to everybody else that keeps it trill and real. Um, I am the Tech Messiah, and we are out. I got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, same.